Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Michael Brown coming to you again with a segment of Stories of Hope from the Heart of Our Community. Uh, this morning, uh, my very special guest is Mike Liu. And Mike is the uh, owner of EMA, EMA Enterprises. And uh, I know some of you all may not know EMA Enterprises, but you're going to know some of the establishments that make up uh, that group. And so good morning, Mike. It's good to have you here. Good morning, Pastor Brown. So uh, I wanted to bring Mike on our show this morning and uh, just to, to let him know and to let our community know, Mike, how much we appreciate you. Uh, we called you and uh, told you that we needed some help uh, in feeding the folk here at the mission. And uh, not only did you want to come uh, on board and help us, but you got excited uh, behind that. Why was that? Why did you get as excited as we were to have you? Well, I, I think, uh, first of all, the gospel mission, what you're doing there and what, we're, what you're doing for the community is just amazing. And during this very challenging time for a lot of people, um, I felt the need to say, when someone reached out, why wouldn't we do it? We're in the food business. We know how to handle food. And it just felt right. The calling was perfect. Um, so we were, we were blessed and honored to be involved and to be able to help in this situation. Well, we certainly appreciate it, and, and uh, I believe I've, I've heard from my uh, chief operations that since you you guys have been doing the food, that the numbers of people uh, wanting to eat uh, lunch here at the Kalamazoo Gospel Mission has gone up, and I don't know if that's, I think that's a bar that we're going to have to achieve uh, going forward, you know, because of the bar that you guys have set over there with the meals that you're bringing out and just a wonderful service uh, that you all have um, have provided here. Now, uh, where are you all pre preparing these meals? Because I want a community to know where your establishments are as well. So where are you, you uh, preparing the meals? Well, I appreciate that. I'll tell you just a little quick what EMA stands for, because a lot of people might wonder, what's EMA? Well, it stands for my wife and I's three daughters, Elizabeth, Michelle, and Andrea. Michelle's not our favorite. People think that. <laughs> uh, we have five Michelle's restaurants. We have a Liz's in Richland. And then we do multiple other items besides catering and, and some other things in the community. Um, we're operating out of Michelle's on Gall Road. It's our largest kitchen. It's our largest facility for the gospel mission. So um, that's very close. It's convenient. And I, I tell you, Every one of our managers has been involved from producing the food to delivering. Um, I actually have been delivering, which I think it, it's nice to see the people, their smiles on their face when you drive up. Um, actually on Mother's Day, we delivered a dinner, carnations, to uh, all the moms with their meals. Well, that was a nice touch and I know they appreciate it as well. Uh, I, I want to take a minute here to mention that uh, just before you and I uh, talked about Michelle's helping us, I had another organization that wanted to help, and that was Texas Roadhouse in, uh, uh, down on Southwest Niche. 
Uh, but the the location of Michelle's and just the logistics for pulling all that together was so much a better fit. But uh, Texas Roadhouse certainly uh, wanted to be a part of this going forward. And I'm sure that at some point in the future, we'll have an opportunity to, to work partnership with them as well. Uh, Mike, how long have you been in the restaurant business? My whole life. That's really all I know. Um, I started with Marriott. Uh, that's what brought us to Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo College. I was there for about 10 years. Um, 10 years for Damon's. If you've heard of Damon's on Southwest Nage, it used to be the old Chicken Charlie's. We were known for ribs. So I spent my first pretty much 20 years in two different companies. And then I looked at my wife one day and said, I want to do this on my own. So now we're 15 years in it and continuing to grow. And uh, we have about 150 employees. Well, that's great. That's great. Let's, let's talk for a minute about some of your employees and, and you don't need to call any names, but uh, I think you mentioned to me uh, in our first conversation that some of your employees had had an experience with the gospel mission. We have, we've had, uh, I think it's two or three people that had a tough go about in their careers. Uh, they worked for me um, and they ended up at the mission and their life turned around. It's kind of amazing. Um, one step after the next step. And now two of the three that I, I still know. Wow. I talk to them. I check in with them. It's amazing. So what they obviously learned over time being at the mission, they've taken that forward and now are holding jobs, have a, a place to live. Very comfortable. And that, and that speaks volumes for what you're doing. Well, you know, one of the things that we believe is that um, uh, a person can be homeless, be inside of a, a apartment or a home and still be homeless in their mind. And if that's the case, then it's not going to be long before they're back on the street. And so we try to address the whole person while they're here with us so that we can prepare them to take care of themselves going forward. Uh, we also have programs here that teach people how to be a good employee, you know, what to do when you get on that job, if you want to be able to keep that job, not only that, move up. Um, sure. And, and you know, I know my team here, I've got people on my team that are much more qualified uh, for positions than what they're filling here. And I just want to, I'm always excited for them when they are, uh, we help prepare them for that next place where they're going, you know, even those that we have on our team here. And so uh, I'm really glad that, that uh, some of uh, our work has been able to prepare people for your place over there. I know that uh, there was a time when we had a group come down from Gun Lake Casino and uh, they were doing a drive for the gospel mission there. And one of the things they said was that when they put up the list to see who wanted to volunteer at the gospel mission, the list filled up so fast. And many of their employees said that the gospel mission had had an impact in their lives as well. And so that always makes us feel good uh, because oftentimes when people leave, leave here, we don't hear from them anymore. Uh, but when we hear those stories come back, well, then it lets us know we're still on the right track. And, you know, we want to keep doing uh, doing what we're doing. 
Um, Mike, have you? How hard is this hitting you? This COVID nineteen and this whole experience. How, how, what's your experience with that? Well, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm the type of person. Our restaurants are more of a social gathering. Um, so people come in again. If you're not familiar with our restaurants, on Tuesday mornings, Tuesday all day, we do two eggs a cup of coffee and a piece of toast for $1.99. We've been doing that same special for 10 years. So you can imagine the crowd that we attract on that day. We're attracting the seniors, but it's not just the meal, it's a social time. So for us during this time to change our whole format, to takeout, to delivery, to online ordering, um, carry out, that's tricky. And, and everyone would tell you that. We don't have a drive-through window at any of our restaurants, but our staff has realized we're gonna to stay together because we're a family, I, I believe that. And the little part that we're doing for the mission to keep everyone supported there, I can see right now, I know some of the people that as soon as I pull up in my truck, they're smiling and it makes me happy because I'm thinking, I'm not going to forget these people when this is over. Somehow I told my managers, we're going to do some more things. How do we fundraise for this group? How do we keep them closer to us? Because again, as a restaurant group, we get pulled in a lot of different directions, but we're seeing it firsthand. And my cooks are seeing it firsthand. Some of our college employees are seeing it firsthand when they're driving in. Um, and I think it's hit home to a lot of people. So it's, it's no one will tell you it's easy, um, but I think a lot of our staff has realized the importance of a family. I think a lot of people have turned closer to God. What can they do? Can they pray? You know, we're all human. We're all in it together. I mean, that saying sounds weird, but it's so true. Um, it's affected all of us in many different ways. Well, the thing I appreciate about you, Mike, is that uh, as you talk about uh, your business and uh, the way you try to serve the community and even the uh, items, the menu selections and all of that, it, it doesn't always, it, I don't hear a lot of business. You know, it's not about all, it's not all about making money. It's about bringing people together and serving the community. And certainly uh, in that, you know, you have to make a living, you have to make a profit, but uh, the difference, I believe, is where your focus is, you know, and your focus is on serving people, giving people an opportunity to come together. Uh, I know there's a gentleman who's been a long, long time uh, supporter of Gospel Mission, and uh, I was meeting with he and his son, and I asked him where did they want to meet, and Michelle's was where we met. Uh, this has been some months ago, but Michelle's was where we met, up on Gall Road. And uh, it, it seemed to me, I get the impression that that's where they are at all the time, you know. And when I go to uh, uh, Grace Spring Church and when I go to Yorkville Church and after service, uh, what's, what's the restaurant up on the curve up in... Uh, 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 Liz's Richland. in Richland, the old Parkview Cafe, Liz's. Liz's, that's it. That's, that's where everybody wants to go. And uh, up there, so uh, you've got a great product, you've got a great atmosphere, uh, you've got great locations, you know, and um, I think that reflects on your leadership, you know, and I just want you to know, to hear us uh, tell you that we appreciate it, you know, we appreciate you so much. Well, thank you. I, I would tell you, 
I'm a firm believer, even especially during this time when I've been sending uh, regular podcasts out to our staff. And the number one thing is, how are you doing? How's the staff doing? Because we're only as good. We're not EMA unless we have a staff. So we've got to make sure they're okay. What's their needs? If we had to furlough an employee, are they getting everything they need? So when the first, when it first came out, COVID-19, the middle of March, I think it was 16th or 17th, every week we would open up a different restaurant to say, do you need bread? Do you need eggs? You know, let's empty our coolers out for our staff. Now I think they're to the point is they want to be off vacation. They want to stay safe, but they want to get back to work because they miss, they miss their family. They miss the customers. So we have now started gradually have opened, you know, starting to open with the takeout scenario because I think there's a need for that. You know, there's a, uh, there was a post up on LinkedIn some time ago and, uh, and what it said, and I may not get this down verbatim, but it talked about, um, you should prepare your people to be able to leave and find a better job, but you should treat them so well they don't even want to. You know, uh, I mean, and I believe that. I think that our people, just as you've uh, reflected, our people are our family, you know, and you got to make sure your folks are taken care of first. And I believe when you treat people like that, then they will, they are um, endeared to you. They're, um, you know, they're, they're just going to make sure that you have what you need. They're going to rise to the occasion to support what, you know, what it is your business is. And I think that's just the, the right way to treat people. Ladies and gentlemen, my uh, guest this morning is Mike Liu. Uh, Mike Liu is the uh, owner of EMA Enterprises, uh, which uh, makes up Michelle's up on Gall Road and uh, Liz's up in Richland. Those two are two of his restaurants, and I know he's got more than that. Uh, but uh, he's our guest this morning, and we're talking about the partnership that we've had with them during this uh, COVID crisis and how uh, EMA and Mike Liu and his team have been providing meals, three meals a day, for the folks at the Gospel Mission and those folks from the community that are uh, being served by the Gospel Mission. And so, uh, so Mike, uh, again, I just, I know I don't want to keep saying this over and over again, man, but we couldn't have made it through this time, you know, without you guys and uh, just the great uh, meals that you guys are providing. There's so many others, too. Um, we've had uh, Tropical Cafe uh, has come down and they bought uh, smoothies for us, uh, for our um, staff. We've had uh, Dickie's Barbecue has come down and done a special meal for the staff, you know, during this time and everything. And so uh, I've had some folk that were out because they were ill and uh, they are biting at the bit to get back. And so I think the last one's coming back this week. Uh, the end of this week, we'll have our whole team back, um, you know, so we're ready to move on down the road. Uh, Mike, you've got um, a new, I don't think it's a new restaurant, but a reopening. Uh, you have a reopening happening right now. Tell me how you're working that out, how you're rolling that out, and what's that about? So I'll tell you a little bit more about the other restaurants to show you how we, we were kind of doing it in phases. So okay. Street Street. On May 1, we opened Treat Street back up for car hopping, hot dogs, and ice cream. Then we went to Gall Road. We opened Michelle's on Gall Road for 
curbside delivery, takeout, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the other Michelle's that we operate, the next one opening is Michelle's in Vicksburg. Then we're going to go to Michelle's in Portage, right on Romance Road. And then uh, Liz's in Richland, Michelle's in Matawan, and Michelle's on Sprinkle Road will probably all happen at the same time. But what we basically do is we go in, first I'll go in with the manager, and we'll say, how's this going to work? We've done it at two stores now. So we pretty much have a routine down. What do we need to do different? What's not working? And then we start from scratch. I mean, we had everyone when we closed down, stayed for that same full week, cleaned, organized, moved food around, did what we could. Now we're doing the same thing again, but we're doing deeper cleans. We're bringing carpet cleaners in. We might be varnishing our woodwork, touching up paint, and then come up with the right game plan, retraining staff. You know, we have a, a list of what we're doing by day, by every 15 minutes with our staff, because it's a new education. Right. When you're in a kitchen wearing a mask, you know, right. it, it's not as easy as um, just walking around in a park. I mean, it's, it's a difficult scenario just wearing a mask. So it's some retraining. And again, a lot of our staff has been I say on vacation, but they're doing the right thing, staying at home uh, for over 60 days. Mm -hmm. So so they've got to get back kind of in shape, restaurant shape, I'm calling it. So that's kind of why we're going store by store. And we learn a little bit at each store to perfect because the whole thing, I think when everything's said and done and uh, churches are back open at a slower level, things are back open, we have to have the confidence to take care of our guests and our staff. And if we don't, then we're going to have problems. But if we're confident, we're doing the right things, I think things will get back to being in a normal pace and the positivity will continue. Yeah, I think, I think nobody knows what that new normal is going to look like. Uh, I think whatever industry you're in, uh, you know, whoever's listening to this program, your normal is going to look different than it did in the past. But um, this is new for us. I don't think that we have anybody around, only a few people probably, that were here 100 years ago when uh, our country went through something like this once before. And so there's nobody that has the formula for it. You know, and, and uh, nobody wants to say we're learning our way through this. But in truth, that's what we're doing. We're learning our way, trying to use wisdom uh, as we walk forward and do the right things to stay safe, uh, stay sanitary, not spread germs, you know, and all of that. And still walk in wisdom, you know, walk in wisdom and stay in faith. And so um, that's that's what this is going to look like now. Uh, what's your first step for opening up that first restaurant to trying to that first step getting back to normal? What's that look like? Well, I tell you, we're listening to the Michigan Restaurant Association, their advice. Um, I actually went uh, this last weekend um, to Indiana because my mom lives in Indiana. So I went for the day in Indiana. The restaurants are open. Oh, really? 50 percent. Wow. So. I went to Bob Evans, a very similar concept that we have. I talked to uh, the managers there. I, it was their training store. Um, 
they were very optimistic. Hmm. Uh, there was seniors there. There was younger people there. They were doing the right things. Uh, the restaurant was spotless. Uh, it wasn't over overpacked by any means. But everyone, I, I was excited just to go out to eat. Yeah, I like to eat. I like to dine out. So I made that visit just to say, okay, what's it like? And when I went back, I said, we're doing a lot of this. We already have it in plan. Mm -hmm. Paper menus, how we're going to keep things organized with our staff. So I think our process is moving. So the first step, just like uh, when I talked to them from Bob Evans, takeout was very hard. Um, it's challenging. And I'll use the example, if you sit down and you get a hamburger to eat, um, and we forget the mustard or the mayonnaise, we can bring it to you because you're sitting there. But if you get a takeout and we forget the mustard or mayonnaise, you know, we might have a disappointed customer. So it's, it, I take out, it's a little trickier, you know, it, you have to be a hundred percent efficient, um, compared to being inside a restaurant and eating. So I think we have a plan because now we're slowly doing this. Um, and again, every manager with the input that we're walking through and saying, here's what we need to do better. But we're definitely thinking outside the box. And as an older goat, I, I feel <laughs> sometimes I'm thinking, okay, is this going to work? How, why are we doing this? But I think that's the future. Um, in anything, I think you're going to have to think outside the box. Okay. Now we've got about six minutes left. Uh, you've got a, an event going on uh, as a part of this uh, reopening process. When is that uh, and where is that happening at? Uh, Michelle's in Vicksburg. Um, if you can, you probably can see the picture above you briefly. Uh -huh. That's the, it's the old Cole Crumb Chevrolet building in Vicksburg. Okay. So it's a brand new facility. It's called Michelle's. We're going to open Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays for breakfast. But this Friday, we're doing an outdoor picnic where we're going to have a package, barbecue ribs, coleslaw, macaroni and cheese, dinner roll. If you pre-order by Thursday, you also get a cake. Wow. Uh, so it's a pretty hearty meal. I like a lot of food. Um, so we're going to be cooking right on site. And I think for the community of Vicksburg, I think it's wonderful. And it's a, it also will get our staff kind of excited. Good. Well, I, I appreciate so much what you all are doing. Mike, you've got a great vision. Um, it's, it's proven. I mean, you know, with as many facilities, many uh, restaurants as you have going. And I know whenever I go in, they're always, uh, you know, a lot of people in there eating. They become a part of the community. And so we, we were just really uh, happy to be partnered with you in this. And I hope that we've got a, a, a great relationship going forward, even after COVID and all of that for years to come. Uh, one of the things I like to do uh, at the end of our program, I always like to pray for my guests. Is that all right? Yes, absolutely. Well, let's pray together. Well, Father, we just thank and praise you, God. I, I thank you for Mike uh, and his team over at EMA. 
I thank you for all of the different restaurants that you've allowed him to open up, all of the places. Father, each another touch point for ministry to help bring people back together and provide great quality service and quality meals. I thank you, God, that you've allowed our paths to cross during, even during this pandemic, God, and uh, just to show the value of people working together in this community. I pray, God, that you continue to bless Mike and his family and his his staff, his team over there, and, and even their families. I pray, God, that the relationships that we foster in this community will continue to grow, to care for people, and to give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's been a great program today. Thank you all for joining us from your homes, allowing us to come in. Again, this is Pastor Brown with Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. We're glad to meet with you today, and we'll see you here same time next week. God bless.